Hey you ghouls and goblins, welcome to the Ghastly Gals, your weekly dose of all things strange, creepy, and at times downright murderous. I'm Justina. I'm Alyssa. And this week is a Justina episode. This week is a special episode because one of my best friends, Alex, recommended it to me. So shout out to her for being awesome. And if you guys ever have any requests, feel free to like throw them our way. You can reach out to us on our Instagram or our email or, you know, if you know us personally, you can just send us a text. <laughs> the Queen Mary. It dubs itself as being in the top 10 most haunted places in the United States. She was originally to be named the Queen Victoria after the king's grandmother, but... There was a little bit of miscommunication because when they told him that the ship would be named after the queen, he thought that they meant his wife. So he basically said, oh, cool. Mary will be so happy that you're naming the ship after her. And the people who made the ship were like, yeah, totally. We definitely meant Mary, not Victoria. This they like is turn definitely the corner the Mary. and they look at each other and they're like, we have a big problem. I don't know what we're going to do. We they need like, to figure this out. They, like, run outside to the people about to stencil in, like, Victoria on the Literally side. Literally like, about stop! to put, yeah, they're like, you need to stop right now. And they're just like, what? And it's like, if you don't stop, like, your head's going to get chopped off, so. On May 27th, 1936, the Queen Mary began her maiden voyage. She sailed from Southampton, England. And I don't know much about ships in general. I get really bad motion sickness whether it's like planes cars boats or whatever but i do know that this ship was ginormous it was i think double the size of the titanic i read oh, i thought it was like triple well maybe it was the triple. point I, is it's fucking huge so yeah i did not write it down so i don't remember it had five dining areas and lounges two cocktail bars and swimming pools a grand ballroom a squash court and even a small hospital which just sounds huge like this ship was so big that it had its own hospital i was sitting there and i was like why would you need a hospital but then i remembered that we were talking about the queen mary and i was like oh wait no never mind that makes sense (laughs) while the queen mary was in service she was considered by the rich and famous as quote the only civilized way to travel she carried people such as bob hope and clark gable and at the time bob was a famous stand-up comedian and clark was a famous actor and royalty such as the Duke and Duchess of Winster, and it's said that she even carried the likes of Winston Churchill, who, if you don't know, was a famous British politician, but I feel like if you went to school, you should know who Winston Churchill is. According to their website, about 2.2 million people traveled on her during her heyday, and about 810,000 U.S. military personnel when she was used during World War II. When she was used during World War II, she was painted gray and used as a transport ship for the military. And as a fun fact, she was dubbed the Gray Ghost because supposedly she was much faster than enemy ships. What name is better, the Gray Ghost or C.C. Tinsley? Hmm. I don't know. Probably C.C. Tinsley. I think C.C. Tinsley will always win above all. Oh, yeah. will always prevail. I want to see what other people say, so I'm going to post a poll on Instagram later. Yeah, so tell us what's better, Grey Ghost, Cece Tinsley. Which one is a cooler name? In 1944, she was restored back to her original color and interior, though. And after that, she continued to voyage for the next, like, 20 or so years. 
In October of 1967, she docked for good in Southern California, which is still her home to this day. The Queen Mary is now a hotel, attraction, and event venue, and she even hosts weddings for you weirdos. For the hotel, you can stay in one of the 347 rooms, so keep in mind this place is, like, ginormous. How many rooms? 347. Oh, that was... My brain was thinking a different number. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I pulled all of this, like, off of their website because they have, like, tons of information. Like, they even, like, delve into the history a little bit. I feel like that's not that many rooms, though. Well... I mean, it how, is. How, how, how many just... other ships do you know that are hotels? Like, well, what are you comparing this to? <laughs> I don't know. The number, that number just seems like really, really small to me. <laughs> so I looked at pictures and they actually look like pretty nice. They're not bad. The rooms are kind of designed to look as they would have in like the 30s, 40s, and 50s. So haunted. Yes, basically. There's like real vintage paintings hung in the ship that are actually there from, you know, when she was in like her heyday. You can also book a stay in room B340, which is the most haunted room on the ship. And I'll tell you more about like the haunted details on the room in a little bit. But this room, I looked it up, starts at $4.99 a night. But you also have to keep in mind that this room at one point was three rooms that was turned into like one big cabin. So it's like literally triple the size of the other rooms. The Queen Mary also offers normal tours of the ship as well as attractions at night, which advertise that when the sun goes down, the spirits aboard the Queen Mary come out to play. These attractions include a master magician and apparitionists, which (laughs) I Googled it is just someone who believes in apparitions. So me... So, Alyssa will be giving you the tours. Um, I'll be getting money from the Queen Mary now, just so you all know. That's how he's advertised is an apparitionist. Hey, do you think... Okay, fun fact. Don't know if anyone else knew this, but Britney Spears shot her perfume commercial <laughs> there at the Queen Mary. Do you think she saw any apparitions? She could I bet an she's an apparitionist now. <laughs> she is. I should literally DM her. We should her DM ask. her. Yeah. I will. So this master magician and apparitionist's name is Aiden Sinclair. He gives you as... You mean Alyssa Lowe. <laughs> they give you an interactive theatrical seance. Now, I'm not really sure what that means. I can only really imagine, so I guess just use your imagination. You just but it- <laughs> stand there and you go, did anyone else see that apparition in the corner? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I didn't really see that much about this. They also offer dining with the spirits by enjoying dinner at the Sir Winston's Restaurant and Lounge, which is supposedly like very, it's like a five-star restaurant. Like it's very good, I'm assuming, also very expensive. I eat there. Well, we're going to go here someday, so. We are. My mouth is watering just thinking about eating that food. <laughs> like, dead ass. They also offer a paranormal shipwalk and a paranormal investigation with Matthew Schultz, who is the resident ship para investigator and the para explorer project founder. I don't know what this project is. I Googled it. I didn't really see anything. So I'm assuming it just has to do with, like, the Queen Mary. He basically gives you some history and guides the ghost hunters around the ship 
But what's cool about that is that he also brings investigators to parts of the ship that aren't available to the public, which I think is like pretty cool. I'd love to do this. Like, you know, if they, if we could call ourselves ghost hunters, the two of us and bring Wait, like, but how do you have to qualify? I'm not really sure. Like I did look up prices and like the tours and stuff. And I think I get into that a little bit later. Oh yeah, I do. It's like in my next little paragraph. But, I don't know. They didn't say anything about what you need to qualify. So I could just walk in there and say, hey. With, like, a camera. <laughs> I'm an apparitionist, and I need to do some ghost hunting right now. I mean, if you paid, they'd probably be like, sure. Because all I want to go is into the pool area. I don't think they let you there, even Why? as... I don't know. I know that the pool or the pools, there's two of them, are both closed due to like California coding laws. So maybe they're like just not even allowed to go in there like in general. So obviously the Queen Mary is closed right now, obviously like due to COVID. But I did find some prices for you who are curious like us and want to go after all of this pandemic stuff is over. The paranormal investigations are about $97 a person. But they also say that additional fees apply. They did not tell me what these fees were. So it's like, yeah, $2,000. Thanks. (laughs) And they all take place after about like 10 p.m. And they bring you to a selection. So they don't bring you to every single one of these places. They bring you to like a handful of them and you don't get to pick which ones. So one of the places they could bring you would be the engine room, the boiler room system, the R deck forward bow storage the isolation ward, the wheelhouse, the captain's quarters, the propellers box, and the promenade salons. I've only seen, like, when I watch other people go, I see them go into, like, the isolation room. Mm-hmm. And the... Now I literally just forgot all the rooms you just <laughs> said. <laughs> Maybe the engine room, because the engine the room engi- is The engine really room, haunted. the isolation ward, mm-hmm. and like a different place but what about the boiler room or the wheelhouse i don't know what a wheelhouse is but you can go there not that but (laughs) but probably the boiler room because i think that's also supposed to be haunted yeah that place place. or if you have a whole group of people which is a 10 person minimum so this would be like a crew of ghost hunters like i'm assuming like a ghost adventures ghost hunters type of like crew okay or something. so what i'm hearing is if <laughs> anyone else wants to go to the queen mary we can all go together but listen to this it's a 10 person minimum and it's 75 dollars a person which means that the group as a whole it's a 750 dollar minimum deposit to do this what so this would be probably over say? a thousand. What what would you think they'd say if we showed up with like three hundred people? <laughs> they'd be like, "Listen, I don't know what kind of prank you're trying to pull, but y'all gotta get the fuck out of here." <laughs> They're like, "We said over ten people, but we didn't mean 30. <laughs> now that you've learned everything, like about the ship, you're welcome. I'll get more into the paranormal aspects of the ship. There's like hundreds of reports of like knocks voices screams which is horrifying and apparitions spotted all over the queen mary which 
Obviously. So basically what you hear in my bedroom every night. Hatch door number 13 is a hotspot for activity. It is the place of a really tragic accident. In 1966, during a routine drill, it said that an 18-year-old crewman named John Petter was accidentally crushed in the door. I'm, I read that he just got caught in between the door as it was closing and you couldn't do anything about it. But I don't really know how this happens. I just, like, I don't understand how you wouldn't be able to stop it. And, like, how... I mean, those doors are the, huge. And yeah, how, but how fast but, yeah. was it coming down for him to die like that? Whatever it was, he did die, though. And that's one of the, like, besides the pools in room B340, it's, like, one of the most haunted places on the ship. I also read in some places that in 1936, Sir Edgar Britton, the Queen Mary's first captain, died of a stroke in his room, which isn't too, like, spooky, but it was just one of the recorded deaths on the ship. Then in 1949, William Stark, a senior second officer, accidentally drank. Now, it's kind of debated on what he drank, but I read in most sources that it was laundry detergent that was stored in a gin bottle. And he subsequently died of poisoning. Some sources say it could have been acid instead of laundry detergent. But basically the story goes is that he was instructed by like a captain or something. He was like, oh, like, go ahead and head into my quarters and like relax, have a drink. And like William Stark walked in there, saw a gin bottle, picked it up and I'm assuming chugged it. And there's also rumors of a cook aboard the ship who was apparently shoved into an oven and cooked alive. Like it, like I read at that's why the restaurant is five star (laughs) because you can still taste the cook today, (laughs) which I can't even imagine. I read it was some sort of like mutiny or something. One of the pools aboard the ship is like a real hotbed for activity, although it's not really a pool anymore. Like I mentioned before, due to California code issues. People have reported seeing, let me just start off by saying this, they see a lot of ghosts at the pool. Like, this is besides, you know, room B340. This is, like, I think the most haunted place. You're not even allowed in this place. That's why I don't understand why they won't let you in. The only thing I can think of is, like, maybe if it's dark, they could fall into the empty pool. Don't be a dumbass. (laughs) But just, like, watch your footing. (laughs) So they report seeing a young woman in a tennis skirt walk down the stairs. And when you try to follow after her, she disappears behind a pillar. A woman in a wedding gown is also seen accompanied by a little boy in a suit. And they also say that there's a little girl who appears along with a cloud of smoke. And then when the cloud of smoke is gone, so is she. And then there's also the normal reports of seeing like women and men in bathing suits from, you know, the 40s and 50s. But the stateroom, B340, is undoubtedly the most haunted place on the ship, according to anyone who has ever stayed. So according to their website, they say, reports date back to the final ocean voyage in 1967 and and include complaints from guests staying in B340 claiming that someone was knocking on the door in the middle of the night. Other complaints include bathroom lights turning on by themselves, the sink faucet turning on and off on its own, and unexplained bathroom doors shutting. Some guests have reported that the covers of their beds being pulled off while asleep and waking to see a dark figure standing at the foot of their bed. And you still want to stay in this room. Again, 
<laughs> Nothing new. I see that in my room. <laughs> they also say that for those brave enough to stay the night, like Alyssa, because apparently she's used this to being very haunted. In addition to standard hotel room amenities, B340 will supply a chest with unique items available for guests to amplify their overnight haunt experience, including a Ouija board, tarot cards, and a crystal ball. I love tarot cards. First off, why a crystal ball? I don't know. I never really got the point of crystal balls. I (laughs) have never seen someone use one before, so don't ask me. have no idea. Do you think they were just like, what are some weird things that we can put inside this chest? (laughs) Yeah, probably. But word of advice, don't use a freaking Ouija board anywhere at any time in your life. Doesn't matter the location. Like... Don't use one because you're just opening up a portal to be haunted forever. Yeah, don't use Ouija boards, but you should definitely use tarot cards. Those are dope. But I feel like you should only use them if you know how to use them. Like, if you handed me a deck, I would have no idea what to do. Well, yeah, it's just like anything that you've never used before. You obviously don't know how to use it, but if you learn how to use it. Yeah, so what you're telling me, they're going to be sitting in this room and one of the kids is like hovering over the crystal ball and the other one's like quickly Googling how to use tarot cards. Yeah, depends on who your friends are. So as I told you before, there were like a lot of deaths on this ship, but arguably the biggest tragedy and probably where I personally think most of the paranormal activity stems from was on October 2nd, 1942. During this time... Obviously, during World War II, Queen Mary, as I told you before, was being used as a transport ship. Well, she collided with the HMS... I'm very bad at pronouncing things. You all know this by now. The Curacao? Curacao? I'm just going to call it the HMS. A small ship that was escorting the Queen Mary at the time. The HMS was kind of zigzagging to try and confuse any enemies that could have seen them. You know, they were looking out for... The U-boats, and U-boats were German submarines or, like, German bombers. The Queen Mary caught up with the ship faster than expected, and she literally cut the ship in half. And due to protocols, she wasn't allowed to stop and rescue any of the people. Because, like I said, the reason that they were zigzagging was to avoid, basically, it seems like just the Germans... And yeah, if but she had, there's no proof that the Germans are right near them. But they could be. And if they were, this could have turned into a bigger tragedy. And maybe the Queen Mary wouldn't even be standing. So reportedly, only 99 out of the 338 crew members survived. And I kind of saw that that number changes on what website you look at. It, I saw it on BuzzFeed Unsolved. And this was the only source that I could find for this like specific tidbit that I'm going to tell you about. That some members were pulled under the ship when it sank. And others were caught in Queen Mary's current and chopped up by the propellers while others died of hypothermia. They definitely fished those pieces up, right? And then cooked them in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Five star, baby! So basically it was just like hell on earth for the people on the HMS. And it's crazy too because everyone involved was sworn to secrecy and no one heard about this until after the war ended. Like this was, and the Queen Mary at the time was carrying, like I didn't find the exact number, but was carrying so many military personnel 
over 10,000. Like, it, there was a lot of people on the Queen Mary at this time. And there were so many reports of people just saying how, like, messed up it was that they were all sitting there watching the ship sink and they couldn't do anything. All they could do was they had to radio to, you know, like, wherever they were close by. And no help came for the HMS until three hours later. And by then, almost everybody had died. So, Solder Children Part 2. <laughs> yes, basically. So, Ryan Bergara of BuzzFeed Unsolved says that in a visit 10 or so years ago, while he slept, he was repeatedly poked in the face by what he says was a parano- like a supernatural force. And he also shows a video. Or do you know what video I'm talking about? That's what I'm laughing about because I'm thinking about it in my head. He also shows a video of a plastic baggie with toothpaste on top of it moving on its own while he's brushing his teeth. So basically to describe it, he's, you know, there's like this little shelf above the sink and there's a plastic baggie and a thing of toothpaste, like the little travel ones on top of it. And you see him in the video, he puts the toothpaste, like a separate bottle of toothpaste, he puts it on his toothbrush and then places it up on the shelf. And then a few seconds later, <laughs> the, the toothpaste in the baggie fall. He says that to him, it looks like somebody or something tugged on the bag and made it fall. Like the bag does look like it moved kind of weird because it does look like it got pulled up and over instead of just getting tugged down it does look like it like went up these experiences that he had on the queen mary are what officially made him a believer in the supernatural so thank you to the ghosts of the queen mary and then he told himself that he would never go back there and then he was went back and And then he he was like just kidding and then i also watched sam and colby their youtubers Alyssa loves them love them where they stayed at the Queen Mary, who, they like, they weren't able to stay in room B340 because at the time they were not allowing people to stay there because it's pretty recent that people have been allowed to stay in room B340. Did you watch B340. the B340 one, though? I don't think so. I watched the one where they were with two people that they didn't, like, it wasn't um, Jake oh, and... Oh, you watched I watched an old, old one. one. Yeah. So the newer one... I mean, Mm -hmm. it's still old, but the one they went to B340. Yeah. And it was insane. I'm surprised you didn't watch that one. I don't even think I saw it, like, in my YouTube, like, recommendations. You didn't scroll through their YouTube? Well, I did. I clicked on the one that said Queen Mary. (laughs) But anyway, so I'll tell you about the first one, and Alyssa will tell you about the second one. Yeah. So... And the one that they did not stay in room B340, they, the video kind of gave me mixed feelings because they were kind of being disrespectful to the crew of the ship. They were sneaking into places that they weren't allowed to be. And it really gives a bad rep to reputable like ghost hunters. Like if we went and stayed at room B340 and we like recorded a video, like I wouldn't be trying to break into the pool or going into restricted well, areas. I just have you anxiety know? about that stuff because Me like too. I don't want to get kicked <laughs> off. It's like and as far as that video, they didn't really hear anything outside of the norm besides like knocking and they just kind of came off as like jerks in that video because there's a reason that you're not allowed in those restricted areas. But Alyssa will tell you more about when they did stay in B340 because I'm apparently dumb and I did not watch that video. Yeah, I don't remember 
everything, obviously, because I haven't mm-hmm. watched it in so long. But, no, they were all just sitting there, like, on the couch around because it was all of them. Mm-hmm. And they were hearing noises kind of everywhere. And they kept hearing, which I guess actually is a normal thing if you're staying mm-hmm. in the room. You hear the faucet turn on and off. And so the water kept coming on and then off, and then they would hear knocks, and from what I remember, they obviously were freaked out, and then they were like, we need to leave, we need to leave, they left, and then it was a while later, they finally released video, because they cut it out, and because they were like, we can't show this to you guys like maybe at a later date but we can't show it to you guys right now they released it it's just like the audio because one of their friends Aaron at the time like was at the ship with them and he secretly recorded it on his phone with the audio and caught everything but they didn't know because he didn't say anything until later and they released it and it's them asking questions and like, you hear knocks from, like, all the way in, like, I think it had to be, like, the closet or something. You'll have to watch the video, but it was, like, kind of creepy. They, I don't know, they asked if it was a demon, and it would, like, knock once or, like, twice. They would ask it to knock, like, a certain amount of times, mm-hmm. and it would respond most of the time, but it, like, freaked them out. So, we'll include a link to that in our show notes. Yeah, you better go watch them because Colby's my baby, so. So, all of the things that we talk about and sometimes the videos that we talk about or where we get our sources from, we don't source on our episodes because obviously there are character limits. So, if you want to see our sources or watch these videos or see these pictures that we talk about, you can head over to our website at GhastlyGalsPodcast.com and we include our sources for everything on there. And now, so we want to know if any of you have ever stayed at the Queen Mary and had your own experiences. So, as I said before, it's located on the West Coast, a.k.a. my side of America. So, if we suddenly come into a little bit over $500, you can fly out here and we'll head over to the Queen Mary. So, are you scared? If so, leave us a comment. And also, guys, please leave us a review wherever you're listening. Every time you subscribe to our podcast or follow us on Instagram or you tell your friends about us or you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, you're helping more than you realize. You can find us on Instagram at GhastlyGalsPodcast or shoot us an email at thegastlygals at gmail.com. Or you can pop over to our website, which we mentioned before, at GhastlyGalsPodcast.com. So, yeah, that's the Queen Mary for you guys. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope that we get to go someday, and we'll take videos for you guys. So we'll see you next week. Yeah, this is Thursday's episode, so we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye.